Zach, what would you rate the Nintendo E3 presentation? Wait, wake up, mate. Come on, we're done. Oh, this is probably my favourite. <laughs> <laughs> Loved it. Welcome to the Well Played DLC Podcast, Australia's juiciest gaming podcast. I'm joined by Kieran Verbruge. Hello. Adam Ryan. Hello. And Nathan Hennessy. Hi there. And I am Zach Jackson, because I always forget myself. Hello to me, and to you, and to all of you. How are we all? Good, mate. Yeah, Doing well. Yeah, all right. Never forget you, mate. Shout outs. <sighs> Post E3, eh? E3 is done and dusted. How do we feel? Tired? Yep. Cru- yep. Crusty. Cr- crusty? But, uh, it's, <laughs> it's not, uh, it's not the word I'd go for, but I mean... <laughs> dusty? <laughs> to each their own. I'm, re- I'm regretting it. I've let it out of the bag. Uh, yes, I've hyped myself into a state of crustiness. That's, um, that's a new one. We'll, uh, I'm going to need to hydrate. All right, let's um, let's go with that. Uh, Kieran, what do you got this, this evening? Is that a ice latte, ice coffee? Sorry, this is a. It's just a coffee that I made oh. with your uh, your little espresso martinis. Oh, nice! Not the the real ones or the salted caramels. The salted caramel. Oh, the other ones no good. You haven't haven't uh, braved those yet. No, nah, not yet. But this has turned out pretty good. Yeah, nice. Very nice. Um, awesome. I'm just drinking the old Passiona again. Love Classic. that. Classic. I'm buying. I'm going to buy uh, 18 cans of uh, catch. No, 24 cans. What? No, whatever it is. A carton of cans. Whatever you get for soft drinks. I don't know. I haven't bought a slab of soft drink in years. In um, days. It's been days. No, on uh, catch. So with... Uh, where I work, they gave, because that company owns Catch, they gave everybody um, free Club Catch memberships. Right. Um, yeah, right. Anyway, uh, I think it's like free shipping. I actually don't even know like what it, what it gets yet. But um, I had a look and it's 70 cents a can of Passiona for 24 cans or something, 18 bucks or something like that. So... Enough incentive for you to invest then, is what I'm saying. getting on it. Um, and last night, I bought some, uh, some pineapple lumps. Oh, God. But Jesus. they are LNP flavoured. Oh, Don't yeah, fucking... The trifactor <laughs> of shit flavours. Nice. Okay. Well, I am embracing my New Zealand heritage, so how about you suck my... Don't ass. hide behind that. They taste <laughs> like shit, mate, one way or yeah, another. Heritage or otherwise. It doesn't matter where you, where you come from. They do not. They taste amazing. Dreadful. You should try post session pineapple lump. It's just really tops it off. I don't it's the equivalent of his post sex cigarettes cracks into the <laughs> <laughs> pineapple lumps. Jesus. Oh, well, mate, you know. Sensual, what do you, that is. How do you. 
no, we can't. I, I can't go there. That's fucking. That's gross. Actually. <laughs> anyway, move, moving on. Uh, <laughs> games, video games. Yeah, let's let's do games. Hey, let's move, let's move um, into games. Has anybody been playing anything? I know we've been pretty flat out with E three and whatnot. Um, but has anyone played games since last week? Because I don't think we spoke about it uh, post Xbox whatnot. I played a bunch of games. Oh, look at you. Surprisingly. All right. That's all I got for you. Thanks. <laughs> Just a heap of stuff. Bunch of no, demos? A um, bunch you of demos, yeah. Sable? Yes, Sable? I did. Is it really good? It was, yeah. Uh, oh, Sable's probably the, my favorite of the, because um, I've, I've been looking forward to that for a while. Mm. Um, and I've, yeah, I've, I've been slowly playing my way through the uh, Xbox Summer Game Fest demos. I think I've done like 10 of them. Mm. Um, and that's been the, that's been the standout so far. Um, nice. that and, uh, uh, death trash. You can see they nice. can give him the thumbs up. Um, very yeah, nice. Those are both very, very cool. Have you gotten um, around to, does Tunic have a demo? I feel like I saw Tunic that. Tunic does. Yeah. I've, I've downloaded that one. I haven't, shut up. Uh, I haven't got around to it yet, but I have played that in the past. So I kind of know what to expect already. Yeah. Um, but I'm keen to give it another go. Is it going to be um, better than Tamarin? Uh, you'd hope so. <laughs> Has Nathan as long as I don't give the, the, the fox a gun, then no, absolutely not. Oh, this, this is new. Is, yeah, you, you should Mate. go to well played. Yeah. In the in the downtime Tamarin. of this podcast, which you'll you'll find plenty, um, jump on the well well played website and have a have a read of the Tamarin review. How's it spelled? T a m a r i n, like the like the monkey or the animal, you know. Okay, yep, yep, yep. No problem. I will have a squizzy while we're chatting. And you won't nice. regret it. No, you won't. It's a, it's a, it's a good read. I've never mm. seen this before. Um, <laughs> it's probably a good what thing. Else, what else did I play? Oh, I played the, the Final Fantasy Origins demo. Um, Thoughts? That, uh, that we saw at the end of the Square Enix presentation. It was, that was broken? The one that was broken for about forty-eight hours, and nobody could actually play the demo. And, um, they finally fixed that yesterday, and I uh, managed to play all the way through it. And uh, it's actually not half bad. Hmm. I quite enjoyed it. It's got nice. super, super cool combat. Um, <clears throat> the RPG systems are good. I mean, it's coming from Team Ninja, who made Neo, so they already have that kind of stuff down pat. Mm. Um, Presentation-wise, like it's every bit as shit as it looked in the. The trailers, it's just awkward and, and dark and ugly, but uh, hopefully the um, the demo has like a built-in feedback survey thing, so hopefully that's the majority of their feedback and they can they can kind of tune that a little bit more. Um, but uh, I actually recommend downloading that and giving it, a, giving it a go. What's the um, the hard factor like? The what? Hard factor, like is it super hard? Uh it's yeah, it's pretty tough, but it actually has difficulty settings. So oh. uh, there's a easy, normal, and a hard. Um, and yeah, on normal, it's kind of like a little bit uh, less challenging than your typical Souls or Neo or whatever. Um, hard is pretty much like where most people will sit who are into that stuff. Um, and then easy is kind of the same as normal, but with a few more concessions. Like you don't lose all of your stuff when you die, etc. Okay. Is there stamina in it? There is stamina. 
the mm. stamina okay. and MP. It took me a little while to get used to. Um, you've got like a, a shield gauge um, that's used for blocking and for uh, redirecting attacks. And then you have your MP, which is your stamina and your magic abilities. So it's um okay yeah kind of cool yeah nice uh, Adam you been playing anything I've uh, I've finally been playing through the Last of Us Part Two oh Ooh. which I think because Key is away down in Hobart for the week and playing a depressing game while home alone is just the the, the best way to to do it that game is yeah. like incredibly polished and excellent but jesus it's just it's draining like it is just unrelentingly depressing for every minute of it that i've played so far and i think i'm like 12 or 13 hours in i'm very much enjoying it don't get me wrong but i can see that it's going to be a game that i'll only play once because i don't think i can i can do this more than (laughs) more than once it's rough it's emotionally draining it is yeah it's um it's, it's again, I, th- I talked about it when I reviewed Death Stranding and said that the game wasn't really fun, but it was enjoyable. And it's it's definitely more fun than Death Stranding because it has more gamey elements to it. But it's it's cut from a similar cloth where I wouldn't say I'm overjoyed to, to sit down and play it, but Jesus, it's engaging. Like the game is incredible. So yeah, that's... that's predominantly what i've been apart from the the usual suspects of of battlefield as of late that's that's pretty much it for me nice one nice one uh nathan you've been playing anything my friend two things not much haven't been playing much uh just trying to progress a little bit through the outer worlds after we saw that little teaser i thought okay i gotta really gotta plug in some more time on that one and every time i go back to it i really really enjoy it and I polished, I <laughs> dug out my 3DS today, blew the dust off the top of it, loaded in Metroid Samus Returns because I haven't finished it. <laughs> and Metroid's back in the zeitgeist, baby. Yeah. Very excited to see what the new one is going to look like later this year. Nice. What about you? Cool. Uh, I've been playing more Sniper Ghost Warrior Contracts 2. Sure. Um, I actually was trying to finish it before tonight, but um, just haven't had enough time. Uh, still enjoying it. I think the long-range stuff is a neat addition, but um, there's a, a balance between it being fun and kind of frustrating. So in the those long range maps so you're you know a long a a long way from the targets and stuff basically if you fuck up um it becomes very very hard to complete the mission you have to you know try and um like shoot the target a different way like so if there's like a you know some explosion barrels nearby you can try and do that but otherwise it's very very hard and you just sort of restart multiple multiple times if you you know make a a bad shot so i guess you know don't fucking miss um but it's hard like it's when they're so far away and you know the 
it's got that sway and um, it does become very hard. And there's one of the missions I just did last night, or night before, no, then was last night. Um, there's sections where you have to basically execute double kills, um, you know, from like 1,200 meters, 1,300 meters away. And you've basically got to time it perfectly. Um, the checkpoints and stuff are pretty generous, so it's not too bad. I've kind of found a, a way that, um, so in on that map, for example, uh, there was like a bunch of other objectives, like take out these oil pumps or something like that. So I found that if I took out a couple of soldiers and then shot like an oil pump that I could, it would then auto save. Um, and you have like a bunch of different saves. So even if it does auto save, let's say, because it does occasionally, it'll, you know, if you alert everyone in the base, uh, it'll auto save. And then like when you go to load back in, like the, the latest save is like you alerting like the entire base. So it kind of like, so there's a number of different saves that it does, which is pretty cool. So you can sort of go back if you, if it does auto save in one of those spots, but no, I'm definitely having a fun with it. I think I do enjoy the, um, the classic sort of style missions more. Um, but also I think the, the, the other part of that first thing about how it's a little bit frustrating is maybe I'm just, I'm a bit of a perfectionist. I just don't I was going to say, maybe you're just a bit shit. I just don't like to miss. Well, there's, there's also that, um, but yeah, no, it's good. It's good. I haven't decided on a score, but I think it might be about an eight, which really? is the same as which is the same as the last one. Yeah, like for what it is, I I, I think it's yeah, I think it's really good. Um, and they, and they definitely you know they definitely change it up with the long range stuff. Um, and there are like sections. So when you go between um, the uh, like the long range sniper spots, um, you know you do have to. You do have like the close quarters sort of stuff that you gotta stealth around and take out little bases and stuff like that. So there, there is is still some, uh, you know, combat stuff that you can engage in before you sit down and take the big, big long shots. But yeah, that's no, pretty cool. Nice. Um. All right. So E three we discussed uh, Xbox, Ubisoft, Square, and. That might have been it. No, I'm Bethesda. Uh, the other day, um, mm-hmm. Nintendo was this morning, the day of recording. I think Bandai, uh, and that was the day before. Uh, I haven't watched either of these two shows. Uh, I don't know if you've watched both of them, any of you guys? Yep. Yeah, I got oh. them to watch. Well, there you go. So I might uh, handball this one over because I know that you guys want to talk about Nintendo and I have nothing to add to that, so... Uh, who wants to who wants to lead the Nintendo rap? We're rapping. You are yeah, rap. It's, it's like the, the, it's the, like the DK rap. rap. <laughs> here, here we go. Nintendo's a lot of rap music. That's weird. Um, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> no, I can. Uh, I can. I can talk us through. Well, I can. I can bounce between everyone on this one because I um somehow managed to sleep. Uh, go to bed like an hour before the conference started with the intention of just waking up in an hour and watching it. Uh, and I woke up right at the end of it. So I, uh, I had to sort of watch it back and, and skim through to the bits that I liked. Um, but I, I did start off by watching that, uh, 
Kazuya reveal for Smash Bros. Ultimate, <laughs> which is in keeping with Nintendo's Smash Bros. Fighter reveals, incredibly funny. Um, yep. But I am neither a Tekken fan nor a Smash fan. I don't know if you two uh, are super keen on either of those games or have opinions on this. I appreciate them from afar. I, <laughs> I loved seeing Ganon just fucking killed like what the hell that was dark opener i had yeah. no idea what was going on adam yeah i um i'm a i'm a tekken fan and i was i was happy to see the the mishima tradition of throwing someone into a volcano uh make its way to nintendo that was that was <laughs> nice um but yeah i'm I not think- a i'm not a smash fan i'm absolutely shithouse at the game so it was it yeah, was a nice trailer same. to watch but that's as far as i'll go with that i think I really enjoyed the like the Kirby, where he, like throws Kirby off yeah, and yeah. just like floats away. Um, and I, I was, think my I favorite was, thing. Um, I was in a voice chat with my friend watching watching this conference, and when he threw him off, I was like, "That wouldn't work because he'd just float back up." And then he, yeah, did his did his yeah. thing. It was good. Love a bit of Kirby. I think my favorite thing about that was I saw uh, a tweet earlier today, um, that was made before the presentation aired of someone saying like. The only way Nintendo could fuck it up is if they executed Captain Falcon live on stage. Like, <laughs> <laughs> literally. Well, that was, it was good. It was good. Um, and I think after that, we had like a trailer for the Life is Strange Remastered Collection and True Colors for yep. the Switch, which is cool because I didn't, I don't think we knew that they were coming to the Switch. No, I think um, that was the first we heard of it. So that was interesting, um, and they uh, followed that up with Guardians of the Galaxy, which was surprising as well. Until I later learned that it's cloud-based. Mm, mm. Um, I had the small print at the bottom of the trailer. Yeah, the start. I, uh, <laughs> missed that, but because um, yeah, I saw that and I was like, wait, is this like Switch Pro confirmation? Are we are we talking like current gen games? And then they're like, no, nah, it's cloud-based. Oh, I didn't even think of that. Yeah. Oh, I feel um, sorry yeah. for your excitement. Uh, uh, <laughs> and then Worms Rumble. I don't know if either of you've played that on other platforms, but it's coming to Switch very yep, soon. Yeah, I've played Worms. It's a good time. So if it's you're a, a Switch owner and you haven't played it, it's it's pretty fun. Yeah. Uh, this one, like Worms Rumble? Yeah. Like the real-time yep. one. It is yeah. fun? It's not bad. Yeah, it's huh? a pretty good time. Okay. I was skeptical. I, I wasn't aware of it. I'd only ever played the turn-based ones. Love them. But I was like, what is this? Yeah. Turned my nose up at it. No, it's, it's like... <laughs> it's... It's got issues, like balance issues, but it's it's a good time. Um, Fun with you, friends. If you like worms, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, exactly. Good. That's the um, way. And uh, this next one I only skimmed through, but I'm, I've been meaning to go back and look at it. But Astria Ascending. Nathan, this feels like something you'd like. It does, yeah. I, I've never seen this before, ever. I was completely unaware of it. It looked right up my alley. And it, heck, it's pretty. Yeah, it looks like almost like vanillaware. Um, it does yeah bang on i wouldn't be surprised if it was and i just wasn't paying enough attention no, no uh, it was a developer i've never seen before yeah mm. okay but yeah it looks like it looks like a, a turn-based take on on something vanilla where would make so uh that looks pretty sick um two-point campus coming to switch which is i think this had to be like the ninth time we've seen two-point campus yeah i was gonna the, say the span of e3 right yeah yes. something like that <laughs> um, there's a few games. There was a few games in the Nintendo presentation that's like, all right, we we know, like, yeah. 
you guys had to go last because you had to wait for everyone else to announce everything you're announcing already. Um, Do you guys like Two Point Hospital? <laughs> uh, I I haven't I haven't played it. Um, I'm not a I'm a, not a huge fan of the sim style uh, games. Two Point um, Hospital is a lot of fun. It's it's got the 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 quirky sort of That's humor deal, like. which I appreciate. Yeah. Yep. With yeah. you. Absolutely. Yeah, yeah. And they're adding Sonic to it, so what? Jack the Hedgehog to, to Two Point Hospital. So no there's your reason. To, there's your reason to play. Um, they announced that at the Sonic uh, presentation a few weeks ago. Yeah, good. Um, speaking of Sega, we got Super Monkey Ball Banana Mania, a remaster of the uh, original Super Monkey Ball from the game. It was the GameCube. I think it was. It was a bunch of them. Yeah. Yeah, I think originally it was GameCube. Yeah. Um, so that's, I guess if you're still flying the Super Monkey Ball flag, then, uh, you'd be happy about that. Um, but the big one for me, or one of the big ones for me, absolutely Mario Party Superstars. Uh, yeah. original N64 boards, but a million times prettier. Um, button inputs, online play, everything you want out of a Mario Party game on the Switch. You guys keen? Mid-game saves too. Mm. It's like yes, excellent. We Absolutely, don't need power through. No, yeah, brilliant. Yeah, yeah um, Mario Party is always always a banger, and getting some of the the, the classic mini games and classic boards back is is a win. It um it feels like redemption from when they did Mario Party for the 3ds when they very well should have done it for the Switch. So it's it's finally a bit of a bit of a win in that in that column. Yeah, it um. It surprised me, like, when when this first came up, I thought it was going to be DLC for Super Mario yeah. Party. Absolutely. Um, especially because that just got an update recently to, to enable online play. Um, yeah. But it, I, I, I don't know, in the, like, the, the change of style and name and logo and everything as well, it feels like they're washing their hands of that game a little bit. Yeah. Mm. Um, so maybe this is a new jumping off point for them to kind of start retroactively going back and revisiting old boards and mini games and stuff with um, five boards will that be enough to make a full price title i don't know see it's got yeah five boards and what 100 mini games yeah because um, I, I could see them doing it yeah I, I, if they support it more than they supported the last one i'm sure it'll be fine like if they do update it with free content or you know a season pass or something like that it might balance out um, but it, I mean, it could be in there, like they don't really have a budget category, but they have a like 10 or $20 less than standard category of some of their titles. So it could fall into that. Mm. Um, but yeah, I'm pretty keen. Uh, Nathan, Nathan, tell us about Metroid Dread. Oh my goodness. So this one caught me off guard. I'm was surprised by this as were a lot of people. So I found out during the reveal that Metroid Dread is something that's been teased apparently for quite some time mm. uh, that we last saw teased by the developers directly in a little Easter egg in Metroid Prime 3 Corruption, I believe, something, something along the that, lines yeah. of, yeah, what, what did it say? It was like um, a log or something saying something along the lines of Metroid Dread is almost complete or something yeah, like yeah. that years back now. So now we're actually seeing it. It's finished. Like, I, I watching the treehouse or no it was the one of the developers in the interview there sounds like they've 
it's it's pretty much gold by the looks of it. They're just yeah. polishing it up for October eight. So October 8th. very short turnaround. Mm. Yeah. Uh, what do we think of the uh, the persistent enemy, the Emmy, that chases Samus through the stages? I thought that was it's very a, interesting. It's interesting. It's one of those it's one of those things that uh, I don't. I usually kind of stray away from in games because when it's done wrong, it can be it can just bring a whole game down. Um, but if it's done right and it adds, you know, just a little bit of tension, um, I think it'll be, I think it'll be all right. I, uh, I got to admit, I'm not, I was surprised by the art style more than anything coming from like True. the GBA Metroid games and stuff, which had very strong kind of stylized art. And this is, I guess, looks like it's emulating Metroid prime in a lot of ways. Mm. Um, I wondered if like maybe, you know, it was too much in that direction for a for a side scroller um but i'm not like a mass i I dabble in metroid but i'm not a massive massive fan so yeah metroid's not something that i've ever really been a a massive fan of um but i'd be curious to see what this game will do because what they said it was like 19 years between mainline entries Mm. there's been there's been a lot of movement in what is now the the metroidvania genre and there's been a lot of advancements and a lot of really excellent games so i'll be Mm. i'll be interested interested to see if metroid can kind of take back that that crown or if it's just going to feel a little little bit older and Mm. maybe not keep up with the the advancements that that genre has made so yeah it'll be an interesting one to to look at for sure one quick comment on that, actually. Their little advancement, obviously being the addition of the Emmy, what I think will be the strength of that, what I hope will be the strength of that, is with these Metroidvania games, you get so used to going through the same areas over and over and over again because you're trying to unlock little uh, nooks and crannies. But now you're actually running through these areas. You know them off the back of your hands. You're trying to navigate them as quick as you can to, to survive. And I think that's going to add an exciting mm. edge. So fingers crossed. We'll see yeah. you in October. Yeah. Yeah. Um after that, we had Just Dance 2022, which we had at a previous conference, and I don't think anybody was expecting not to see here. So, but is it coming out on yay. the Wii? Uh, could this be the? Is that is that over now? Are we gonna have we stopped seeing Just Dance and uh, FIFA Legacy Edition on the Wii? Is that, is that I done really? Yet? I really hope so because they have persisted far longer than anyone needs them to. So let's hope so. Hey, fingers bloody crossed. Um, Cruising Blast is an arcade game that I'd never heard of, but you can drive cop cars and sports cars and unicorns, apparently. Sure, uh, why not? Going off the gameplay that they showed off. Um, sure. Uh, Dragon Ball Z Kakarot, which is a weird thing to suddenly port to the Switch, but uh, power to them, I guess. I'll be real. I thought Kakarot was already on the Switch, so I was like, "Why? So did I. Why are they showing this?" But yeah, apparently not. So cool for the the people who want that. Awesome. Mm. Yeah. Um, Mario Golf Super Rush. I'm already very very hyped for. So I don't think I needed anything at this conference to convince me at all. But it continues to look cool. Yeah. Um, either of you gonna? I know you're gonna rock this, Adam. Oh yeah, absolutely. Nathan, you're going to be playing this one? Yeah, it'd be rude not to. I mean, every time I see the Golf Rush, is that what it's called? The Golf Rush mode? Uh, speed. I think it's just called Speed, speed Golf. 
Speed, speed golf, yeah. What, speed golf. Every single time fantastic. I see that in motion, it's just like, ugh, I can tell I'm just going to have an absolute blast with friends with this. It's the power-ups. It's <laughs> it's Mario Kart meets Mario yeah. Golf. What's not to love? Absolutely. Yeah. I'm pretty sure it was in, in this video in the... I'm pretty sure it was in this video in the conference where they had like Bowser like lining up like his final shot to the to the cup and then mario just like blasts this ball into him from like halfway across the <laughs> the green i'm like yes that's what i want it's a classic I just mario fuck with my friends move. while they're yeah absolutely. no tea is safe no yep, tea is that. safe <laughs> um after that we had monster hunter stories 2 which we've seen a lot of already especially at other conferences um either of you guys keen for this i not a nope. huge Monster Hunter fan, but the, I, I feel like the art style and the simplicity of it compared to those games appeals to me a little bit. Um, Pla- yeah, played Stories, the first one on 3DS. Uh, how was that? Didn't mind it, so yeah. okay. I'll give it a look in. It's nothing groundbreaking, but good good for a casual JRPG. Sick. Um, this next one was probably my game of the conference. Warrior Wear, Get It Together. <laughs> Warrior's what bloody a good back. Time. He's back with more mini games, and they're uh, they're cooperative now, which is very cool uh, on a single system. That is, um, he's got the uh, the key art on the on the cover of him ripping his pants with his big warrior undies showing. I'm uh, that. what a boss. Love Nintendo for that one. Um, you guys keen? I've never played any of the WarioWare games. Really? I've, yeah. So this will be the everything. one. Yeah, I know. I, I, I've always been aware of them. I never understood the appeal of a mini game collection, but seeing this, actually they're watching it, and realizing they're, they're micro games. Micro they're like games. Micro yeah, games. Five yeah are, are they ten second games? What's the they're like? I, I think different different WarioWare games have had different degrees of uh, what they consider a micro game. But yeah, like five to ten seconds. Um, for the I have to part. give it a look. Yeah. And just knowing that uh, that they're available in in co op mode. Knowing that me and someone else have like less than 10 seconds to figure out how to play a game and then succeed at it together just sounds like a recipe for disaster, which is what that's, I want in my That's games. the sales pitch. <laughs> yep. Good. 100%. Looks like a good time. Um, absolutely. Uh, and uh, Nathan, I know you're probably keen for Shin Megami Tensei Five. Oh boy. And we got a release date, November 12th. release 12. date and everything. We were expecting, or rather, I, I was very much hoping that we would get more news at this E3 because it's been teased that we'd see it this year off the back of Shin Megami Tensei 3 Nocturne mm. HD Remaster, which I hate saying. Um, it looks neat. It looks flash. We've got a... I, I didn't understand what was going on with the protagonist, but the long-haired blue female is rocking. So mm. I, I just loved everything I saw there. Yeah. Yeah, it looks gorgeous. Um, I uh, I think I'm gonna definitely have to give this a go. I think you will. I think this will be a, a good jumping on point for new people. I, mm. I sincerely hope so. Um, and then we got Danganronpa Decadence, the uh, little collection there. Um, I am yet to play any of these games. Ooh, I know, I know. It's a, it's blasphemy. <laughs> I think it would be your flavor, it and definitely the, the would Switch be. is the perfect perfect platform it's it's the game that you want to play on the go it's the perfect flight game it's essentially a visual novel for the most part mm. uh, but with some open like with some world exploration elements and some puzzle solving and stuff yeah. but it's quirky as hell 
I've finished all three of them. They're a good time. So yeah. I'm I'm going to be delighted to see new audiences embrace this series because it's it's just delightful and morbid. So yeah, more of that, please. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, they've been on they've been on my radar for the longest time, and I think this is going to be my my excuse to actually jump in. Um, and uh, Fatal Frame is something that I was literally talking to someone about like two days before this going, you know what? We need Good. more Fatal Frame. And um, we do. And it's not more fatal, frame. more fatal Frame. They do. Uh, it's not more, but it's uh, it's a port of the... Uh, we use Fatal Frame made in the Blackwater, which I played but never finished. So this will be a, another good reason to get around that. Um, and it's coming to other platforms as well, not just the, not just the Switch. Yeah, I saw that earlier um, today. I think it, it probably fits best on the Switch, but it um being that yeah. it's across other platforms is is good means other people will be able to play it hit more eyes nothing wrong with that absolutely so as a serious newbie is this mm. going to be a good jumping on point for me yeah i don't think any yeah. of any of the games in the series are particularly better or worse for jumping in um they all kind of follow the same format but then you know their own experiences um but uh, yeah, if you like your spooky Japanese horror, mm. uh, you like feeling tense at every possible second of a play experience, then I think it's a it's a good one to hit. Didn't mind Siren, so yeah. Oh yeah, absolutely. We'll yeah, yeah. Um, Doom Eternal, the Ancient Gods. Uh, sure. It, just in case you've been playing Doom Eternal on the Switch and you wanted more content and hadn't gone, you know what? I should get this on a different platform. Uh, it still looks like a subpar way to play Doom to me. But yeah, wow. I guess if having I guess if seen it on everything Switch. else. Oh my lord. It just yikes. For such a, a gorgeous looking game to then have to be brought down to that is is rough to see. But I'm sure people are, are playing it on Switch because that's their go to console. So yeah. you know I mean full credit for them to get it to get it to the point that it's at. Yeah, absolutely. But um if you've got another platform available, just play it on that, please. Uh, same with Tony Hawk's Pro Skater 1 and 2. Uh, not that they really demand visual excellence, but uh, that game is so good on, on current and last-gen platforms. Yeah. I think uh, if you haven't got it got to it by this point, sure, but um, there are, there are better, better options, better ways to play it. Um, and also Strange Brigade was a yep. weird choice and i don't know if zach's still listening but <laughs> <laughs> look at him mate, he's, he's, mate. we've roused him from his slumber strange brigade is coming to the switch so uh well it's it is on the switch it shadow dropped yeah. this is year one shadow drop that you get from nintendo every year uh strange brigade for the nintendo switch love it that's sure. a, it is a weird choice but i mean sure why not <laughs> Um, and then Ubisoft just creeping back in again with Mario and Rabbit Sparks of Hope. Uh, super, super, super excited about this game, but I didn't need to see it a second time. Yeah. Um, well, I, I think we'll talk about that in in a, a little bit of a later segment anyway. Uh, but then Advance Wars 1 and 2 Reboot Camp. <whistles> Fuck yes. I was not expecting to see Advance Wars, but I'm more than happy to. What a... What a what a moment. I had, a little, I had a bit of a Force Awakens moment where I was just sort of tearing up a little bit. I was a little bit embarrassed. But <laughs> Love that. Yeah, what a game. What a series. 
I can't um, believe we're seeing more of it in 2021. Yeah, absolutely. Even it, even if it is, you know, a, a bit of a rework. Um, it's a I'm, sexy I'll take rework. It. it looks great. December 3rd, not far off at all. Um, yeah, nah, super, super stoked about that one. Um, and then, like, I because I, I was only skimming, but I'm pretty sure I saw the lead into this, but they were like, yeah, we've got something exciting for you or, like, we've got one more thing for you and it was Zelda-related and then it was hey, we're doing expansion parts for Age of Calamity. We've got new content coming. It was like, oh. Yeah, oh, yeah very, cool. very weird way to lead into it. And yeah. it, it it blew up a huge balloon and then popped it immediately. But it, it led into something semi-interesting towards the end. But yeah, this is a weird way yeah. to get there. Yeah, so they, they basically, they started off with this and kind of went through uh, the uh, the upcoming world of, of Zelda games. So we got a little bit more of um, Skyward Sword HD. Then we got the Legend of Zelda Game & Watch. So they did not not announce a Nintendo console at this conference. <laughs> it's, just, uh, it's not the one that people were hoping for. It's, uh, it's the opposite of an upgrade to the Switch. It's a, it's a bloody Game & Watch. But um, you can play the first uh, two Zelda games? Or is it, or is it th- three of them? Is there the, the Game Boy? So, oh, Link's Awakening's on there as well. Yeah. yeah. So the yeah. original two Zelda games and Link's Awakening and then like a Zelda-fied Game & Watch vermin squashing game for whatever reason. Sure. Um, but Why not, I suppose. Cool. A little bit more substantial than the one they did for Mario Bros, which only had the one game. And I don't mind the uh, the look of it, the um, tan or golden green thing they got going on. Yeah, it looks um, pretty cool. But then the, What's uh, the audience for these? I'm, I'm, I've always wondered. People... With nostalgia for, I don't know, they're trying to hit two heads at once, I guess. Like people with nostalgia for the Game & Watch and then also people for nostalgia, people with nostalgia for the games that they're putting on these that were never on them originally. It's it's interesting. Yeah. It's like, a, yeah, I don't know. But people are too for young them. for both. Maybe. Hmm. Maybe. Um, but I mean, they're cute little devices. Hmm. Uh, I quite like the look of the, the Mario one and this one. So I'm sure, yeah. They're, they're for somebody. Um, but then we got what I think a lot of us were waiting to see more of. Legend of Zelda Breath of the Wild 2. It was a short look. It wasn't super substantial. It didn't come with uh, many concrete details other than a reinforcing of the 2022 release date, which could still be up in the air, to be honest. Mm-hmm. Um, what do you guys think of this? It was brief, but it was it was cool. I mean, I I'm not the the biggest. I the the last Zelda game that I truly loved was Twilight Princess, so I've been out of the series yeah, for boy. for a while. Um, visually, it looked great, and I I don't think that was running on a base model Switch, or I don't think that that footage was taken straight from a Switch. I just can't see that being a thing yeah. at all. Not to not to dive too heavy into to the rumor territory, but yeah, it looked good, and the the few little um the few little mechanics they showed like reversing time and going through solid matter and stuff like that, like it looks cool, but it is it's just such a a, a very brief. We don't have much to show you here. It's just something to to keep you interested. Kind of look at it. Pretty much, yeah, Nathan. Mm, yeah, I was I was a Breath of the Wild romantic. That was a game that really blew my mind as to what video games can be today so to be able to go in fresh and almost it it, it looks 
remarkably similar to the first game in a lot of respects. Obviously, with now an added vertical layer, we've got the Sky Territory. Um, I've always wanted to play through Breath of the Wild blank. Like, just play it having never... Pretending I've never experienced it before. I'm hoping this will give me that opportunity. Mm. Yeah. Yeah, good point. Yeah, um, I like that. I, uh, I find it interesting. A uh, couple of things, obviously. Nintendo... Uh, I think reiterated uh, at a later point that they haven't announced the title of this because they don't want it to spoil the game, which is interesting. Um, and also the fact that you don't see his face in the entirety of the, of the footage that they showed. Um, and you see him in two different kind of looks. You see his traditional Breath of the Wild kind of look and then you see like long-haired, different costume Link as well. So Is I that Link probably- with a question mark? I think there's it's probably a link with a question mark. Yeah. Um, yeah, I feel you. I think there's a lot, a lot of, a lot of conspiracy theories you could draw from from those details. Um, but uh, I'm intrigued to see where it's going. Uh, it definitely looks phenomenal from a visual perspective, and yeah, they've got to be pulling that at least from like a, you know, the system that they're building it on, not a, a native switch, uh, not not it running natively on a switch, but. Um, I guess that's uh, to be seen. Um, in the grand scheme of conferences at this year's E3, where would you boys rate this one? It's a top three for me. Top three? I'd, I'd, yeah, I rank this alongside the Microsoft Bethesda. I'd rank this alongside Guerrilla Collective Day 2. I didn't like the first one, but the second one blew me away. Right. So top three. Very nice. Adam? I um I have a hard time ranking it because this Nintendo I've come to realize isn't maybe for me as much as it used to be. Um, and talking to a few different people, it means a lot to different people in a much grander way than it does to me. Um, so despite not heaps of what was shown off speaking to me, I appreciate that what they were showing was in the not so distant future for the most part. Um, I think we've mm. come become really used to E3 being this uh, big show that we get far flung games that have release dates that are like, you can't, can't even see them from here or they're just proof of concept trailers that give away pretty well. Fuck all other than some edgy protagonist and a title um, so in that regard, it is, it's refreshing to see Nintendo go, okay, this is what we have planned for the rest of 2021 and a little taste of what you're going to get in 2022. So I appreciate that. Um, even though not much of it really spoke to me. Nice. And, uh, Zach, what would you rate the Nintendo E3 presentation? Wait, wake up, mate. Come on. We're done. Oh, this is probably my favorite. <laughs> <laughs> Loved it. Is it uh is it because of all the sleep you were getting while it was on? Yeah, it's because of <laughs> Yeah, that. Let's just go with that. Cool. Love it. Shout out. What about you, Kieran? Um, yeah, it's definitely in my top three, I think. Um I uh I'm super, super psyched about WarriorWare more than anything. That was a just yep. like a nice little surprise. Um a couple of really good surprises in there actually, like Fatal Frame as well. Um so yeah overall and yeah again just like like you said that that commitment to showing things that we can actually play soon 
yeah know, that are, are, are tangible and not some far off pipe dream that may be cancelled before the next C3 Pikmin yep. 4 yeah we've seen that all too often so yeah nice of Nintendo to do that hmm well, thanks Kieran that's that done well good job I, I might be out of a job now <laughs> it's my podcast now <laughs> um so did any of you watch the bandai which adam you said yes um but i else? i very briefly skimmed through it that's that's the extent of my my watching so i, all, I can't claim to to be to know the ins and outs because all i've sort of gathered is that it's um it just sort of uh, they showed a bit of Elden Ring, or a bit more. They uh, gave a few more details on Elden Ring. Um, yeah, I feel like the yeah the gist of the conference was just um, House of Ashes, right? Pretty pretty much, yeah. That was the, the the biggest focus, which is interesting. Sure, I mean, I guess it's their their next thing coming out, so they. They saw the opportunity to, to try to get that to more people who maybe haven't seen it in, twice in E3 so far. So, I mean, sure. I don't know. Lots of questionable little little conferences here and there at, at E3 this year. So, weirdly enough, Bandai showing only House of Ashes wasn't the, the strangest one. Love, love that. Love that for Bandai. Mm-hmm. Um. All right, let's uh, let's get on with it. So let's quickly um. Sorry, I had I had it up before, and then I closed it, and I forgot. That nap hit you hard, did it? It did. It did. All right, let's go through our. We'll run through this pretty quickly. Um, top four, uh, favorite announcements. So like new announcements. Um, top four updates to to games that already were a thing, um, and then top four, if you want to call it a top four, um, games that we didn't see that you were hoping to sort of to see. Uh, Nathan, you want to kick us off with your top four announcements? Top four new things that we've seen this E3. Uh, mostly we've pretty well covered all of them thus far, so... We've got Metroid Dread, followed by Mario and Rabbids Spark of Hope. Of course, Advance Wars Reboot Camp. Yes, please. And just rounding that out, I'm still optimistic with what we've seen of Stranger of Paradise Final Fantasy Origin. There you go. Any uh, comments on on the, on those? No, it's, no, it's nice to be optimistic about the, the Chaos Field ridiculousness <laughs> i didn't I'm, like the cut scenes i like the gameplay <laughs> yeah nah fair shout adam what do you got uh i've got a bit of a cop out with death stranding director's cut because it kind of oh, toes toes fuck, the line between know. announcement and update to, to game but uh how you can not be cracking a smile to the solid snake bullshittery that happened with with sam jumping in the box uh, I don't know. Yeah, if you if you weren't 
at least a little bit entertained. You don't have a pulse. Um, but I'm keen to see, I'm, I'm guessing there'll be more content than just uh, a graphical update. And I'm keen to see what they do with the, the dual sense features. Cause that seems like something Kojima would want to get around. He loves all that weird shit. So I'm sure he'll be all over that. Uh, Forza Horizon 5, cause fuck me, that game looks all kinds of gorgeous and the Horizon series is a shitload of fun. Uh, I think Mexico is an excellent setting and I really liked that they showed the the diversity that that is going to have, which it looks like it's going to have quite a bit of. Uh, replaced, dystopian setting, pixel art style. I was already, I'd already piqued my interest. Uh, then they got to kind of the the movement and the, the combat and it just looked even better and it didn't really allude to much more outside of that which i like i don't want to see any more of it i just want to go in fresh now they've sold me on the game i'm i'm, I'm done that's cool and from devolver's side of things wizard with a gun is a game they showed off that looks like a real good time it has a cool art style it's similar to don't starve it's a multiplayer survival sandbox type thing um and yeah had a cool style the gameplay looked cool, and I really liked Don't Starve, so if it's anything like that, then I'll be on board. Oh, excuse me, sorry. Um, unrelated to your to your list? Yeah, um, yeah, I get, you, I get the point. I get your point. <laughs> uh, any thoughts on Adam's list there? Uh, Who's developing Wizard with a Gun? Yes. I did look it up, but now I've completely forgotten. I'll have a look. So it's, it's not something that we'd know off the top of our heads. No, I don't think so. Bit, bit obscure. It sounds really cool. I, I, I'll have to look it up it's, after this. Yeah, it it the the trailer was kind of split into two parts of it, having kind of a, a cinematic, uh, just kind of setting the scene, and then they had a bit of gameplay, which yeah, it it looks like a real good time. Uh, Galvanic Games, I believe. It looks like it might be their first game as well. Hmm. Never heard of them. Hmm. Yeah, looks good. I'm I'm keen to give that a raz. Um, uh, uh, fuck. Why well, can't what? I remember the name of the other game you were just talking about? Death Stranding. No. Replaced. Replaced. I was like, yeah. It, my, my my brain was was telling me redacted. I was like, no, that would be like <laughs> you're not close. The title of it. Um, <laughs> Your brain was redacted. It was. Uh, replaced looks fucking sick. Um, instantly I was like. Oh, have we come back to last night? Is that getting a making a return? But um, no, it did it look very it similar to that. Did look very similar, yeah. Um, but I'll take it. Yeah, looks I'm, great. I'm very in, very in for that game. Nice one, Kieran. You're gonna give us your four. Uh, yeah, mine's a little more Nintendo centric than I was expecting. Um, WarioWare, get it together. Just like absolutely frothing that. Um, Mario and Rabbit Sparks of Hope. Uh, a Mario and Rabbids sequel was like the one thing that I really wanted out of this conference. So I'm super glad that we got that. Um, the Outer Worlds 2 has me very, very excited because I love the original and that trailer was hilarious. Yeah, it was uh, a good time. So it's, it's, they've made it very clear that they haven't lost any of that charm and humor from the, the first game. Um, and then Guardians of the Galaxy. Actually, like... You know, obviously a little bit biased because I got to spend a little bit of time talking to the devs and stuff. But like, um, I think if anything's going to get me into that franchise, it's probably that game. And it's, I think it's more just the style of game that it is. Just I, I just 
will always get around a single player narrative action adventure game um and it has some some very interesting sort of quirks to that that uh idos has done a very good job of from what i can tell so i'm very very excited to get my hands around that one cool all right my four who is keen for these is it just a plague tale four times (laughs) (laughs) yes yes uh yeah so a plague tale was uh sorry a plague tale requiem is uh my favorite one i think i was saying that weird the other day it still feels weird to say that word Maybe I just can't talk. Uh, yeah, so I'm definitely keen for that. Love the first one. Keen to see what they do and uh, like where they take the next adventure. Congrats on your prediction. Well, I was going to just discuss that after. So uh, you know, that, but you know, we can talk about it twice if you want. Congrats, um, <laughs> right? <sighs> Emphasis <laughs> on the rats. <laughs> Love it. Uh, Redfall number two. Yep. Um, though I did say I was a little bit disappointed. Not disappointed, but not. don't know if it was exactly what I was expecting. And maybe it does look a bit more multiplayer-centric than I was hoping. But, you know, we haven't seen anything yet. So uh, I'm just uh, keen to see more Arcane. Uh, I think got Bramble the Mountain King, which is a little Ooh, horror game. You showed me that, yeah. I did, which is a little horror game, like a, a Nordic horror game um i actually don't know who it's made by sorry shout outs to them though whoever's making it uh your game looks pretty cool uh so if you're into horror games uh, definitely check that out and then elix 2 it's my next <laughs> one no it's not <laughs> fuck off no it's not no uh replaced as well i think i think that trailer was was very cool so yeah i'm i'm, I'm keen to see see more of that one uh that, that is my four. Nathan, what do you got for us in the uh, the updates? This game is not dead. It's still in development. Top four. I... <laughs> oh, Stalker 2. It's, it's alive. It's still kicking and it's coming April next year. And I got so much more than I bargained for with what they showed. Very happy with that. And to follow that up <laughs> with a similar enthusiasm... Elden Ring, it was delightful early on in the show that we saw that first reveal. Uh, Ryan, <laughs> Ryan Reynolds, of all people, was teasing us and I thought, no, nah, there's no way. But, yep, we got Elden Ring gameplay. And, of course, Shin Megami Tensei Five got a showing and be rude not to mention Battlefield 2042. Um, just, it, it looks like a really solid time. Looks like the sequel Battlefield 4 needed and we'll be excited to see more. Cool, cool. Um, Adam. Riders Republic. It's got a release date, and it's really soon, on September 2nd. Uh, also, the the little gameplay snippets, which I think is kind of the, the most gameplay we've been given so far, looked like just chaotic fun. Uh, the mass races, all of the people bucketing down a hill, looked just ridiculous in the best way and the fact that the red bull joyride is part of the game is awesome as well because that's a a great event in real life and i'm keen to get super competitive with friends about it in the game as well uh 12 minutes getting a release date of august 19th is awesome i cannot wait to play that game like kieran was saying uh when we kind of did the wrap-up of the the xbox conference i don't want to see it again until i play it 
um, similar to uh, Replaced. I just want to go in as fresh as possible because it looks awesome. Uh, Rainbow Six Extraction, I thought, looked really cool. I think I was saying again in, in the previous podcast that I really, really like Siege, but I'm really, really shit at it. And I'm not good enough to actually play any of the multiplayer. So I think playing with friends and just shooting infected will be kind of my, my speed. Um, in tied for fourth place, cause I'm going to be that guy. I fourth place. Okay. How many games have you spoken about? Uh, fuck yourself. <laughs> Halo infinite. I was surprisingly, what? Sorry. I was surprisingly <laughs> into the, the multiplayer side of things. Like what they showed at the, the Xbox conference was like quicker than a cup of coffee, but the, the deep dive they did into the multiplayer. Fuck Phil. Yeah. Nah, preach brother. Don't listen. It looked, it looked really sick and I haven't been around the Halo series since three playing multiplayer with a couple of mates and it looked like it was going to harken back to that as well as add in little, little bits and pieces, which I, I could be down for. Uh, and the other one was just Diablo 2 Resurrected getting a release date because fuck, I can't wait for that game. That's me. Nice. All right, it was um, worth sneaking that in. Any, anyone else? Got any games left? Because I think Adam and I talk, talked about them all. <laughs> Fuck yourself. I really liked your list. list, uh, list. Nah, yeah. Thanks, thanks, um, thanks, man. I agree. It was a okay list. <laughs> <laughs> I give it, I give it a Look, eight point five. You know, we all have different tastes, so that's you know that's why there's so many different games. KV, what was uh, your four things that are not dead yet? Psychonauts 2 got a release date. I knew you were going to say that. Very, very, very happy about that. Um, I'm also very happy that Hades is coming to the PlayStation. Last one. Um, Because that's the only thing I was holding out for to give myself an excuse to play this game. So I finally get to experience what everybody wouldn't shut up about last year. (laughs) Um, I'm actually very happy with what I saw of Riders Republic. Um, never really been an extreme sports fan, but everything about that just looks like a whole bunch of fun. Um, I'm ready to just careen face first down mountainsides on a bike that I don't know how to ride. That's the way. Um, and then I've surprised myself because one of the things that got me most excited at at this year's E3 was Starfield. Hmm. Um, interesting. Which, uh, I've I've been sour on the old Bethesda RPG ever since they released Skyrim, so I um I wasn't expecting to be drawn back in. Um, but uh, I I do love me a bit of hard sci-fi. I do love that old old mate Todd said they were going back to their um hardcore RPG roots a little bit. Uh, and I liked what I saw aesthetically. Um, so I'm super keen to see more of that. And it's uh, it's cool to know that it actually has a release date. It's a you know, far flung release date, but it's it's something. It's more than we've had in the past. So um, yeah, I'm kind of keen. Nice. Any uh, any other ones you want to shout out while we're here? Uh, I. No. No. That probably is. There's probably is heaps, but I only oh, thought well. about those four. If oh, I really uh, liked. I really liked what we saw of Atomic Heart. I liked oh, that, that little that little one. snippet. <laughs> he shot himself in the foot, Zach. That's what you get. I did. 
Uh, my first one, Tomic Heart. Uh, very keen to see Done that game. Already. Uh, I've already still, heard about that, sorry. Still yeah. exists and is still a thing. Um, although no release date still. Like, give us a fucking window. You dogs. No. Uh, I also um, keen to see uh, Vampire the Masquerade. Swan Song. Uh, which cool. is actually the game by the council developers uh, Big Bad Wolf. Uh, yeah. So it's like a narrative RPG thing. So if it's more, if it's more like the, uh, if it's more of uh, what the council was, um, you know, I'm keen. How many Vampire the Masquerade games are we going to get before Bloodlines Two comes out? Do you reckon? Oh my god, all of them. Yeah, all of them. See, that game would have been in my wish you were here list game, but I know that that, that was just never going to be a thing. That game is. Uh, then I got uh, ta- <clears throat> Tales of Iron, which is the little um, rat-based RPG uh, with super wicked hand-drawn visuals, and um, it's based on like, uh, sorry, not based on, but the premise is um, rats and frogs have been at war for centuries and stuff, and you know the frogs are trying to take over the rat kingdom, and um, yeah, you got to play as this rat and defend the kingdom, and it's. Apparently it's very it's got souls like challenging combat so uh, but yeah that got a story trailer that is actually narrated by big Doug Cockle I think is his name um, who is Geralt of Rivia uh, and he's actually narrating in the game so hopefully they've played Biomutant and they've learnt what not to do with the narrator <laughs> um, but yeah like that's pretty cool. Uh, and also, it's getting a physical edition, which is surprising. And I, th- I think, I think it was announced to come to PS Five, PS Four, Series X, Xbox One, uh, Switch, and PC. I think only before it was PC. It may have been PS Four and Xbox One, but yeah, um, coming to those other platforms. And then the fourth one I've got is uh, just we got another trailer for uh, Martha is Dead, which is a little horror game from. Um, LKD or something like that. LKA, I think they are. Um, that, that looks very, very cool still. Every sort of trailer they put out is very cool. It's got tons of atmosphere, though. They did do the town... I think the developers did the Town of Light, which... Bum. Not good. Um, but this one looks pretty cool. Uh, and a fifth quick quick shout-out was um, Rainbow Six Extraction. Yeah, I'm keen to play that. Love my PV... E. Not P. Yeah, you do. I do. My protective visual entertainment. All right, top four games that didn't show that was up. That stupid. That was stupid. I had nothing to go with there. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Nathan, kick it away. All righty. So we, we knew this wasn't going to show. But still disappointing that we didn't get any sign of it other than a little lip service. Metroid Prime 4. All right, I just want to pause for two seconds just on, on that because I was going to cut in during the, the Nintendo uh, chat there, but I was like, no, I'll wait for a bit later. Okay, so these two, these are different things. Cause so, so when I woke up this morning and people were like frothing themselves about Metroid, I was like, fuck, that's quick. I thought no one like expected this. <laughs> and then I was like, oh, is this a different game? Yeah. Uh, okay. Yeah, it's yeah. a first-person yeah. shooter. It, uh, well, 
Yeah, it, that's probably the the best distinguishing feature between the two. Right. Metroid Dread, 2D, Metroidvania type game. Sounds um, like Judge like, Dread. Exactly <laughs> like Judge Although, Dread. You've got it. Bang, that's a game that we've we haven't seen anything on that license in a very long time. Um but no, so Metroid Prime 4, it's first person outing. We'll probably I'm hoping we'll see something of that in the next 12 months. A Mario Kart. We've not seen a sequel to Mario Kart 8 proper in how many years? Like Mario Kart 8 Deluxe was not a sequel. It's been a while. So too long. Nintendo. Too long. Far too long. Come on. Yeah. Uh, quick last two. Uh, I was kind of hoping we'd see the Division Heartland. Uh, just just kind of curious to see what's next with that series. Yes, Adam's repping some... What's that? Division merch? Shirt. Yes, boy, good lad. Yeah. I'm not a big fan of the series, but oh. I like it. So, yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah that's, I enjoy them. Absolutely. That's uh, enough. And Yeah, exactly. They're a good bit of fun. And I was genuinely baffled to see no Beyond Good and Evil 2. Um, di- Dead game. Yeah, yeah, what's going on? No, I think I think that game's years away. Still, we saw gameplay of it mm. years ago. Yeah, but I reckon it's one of those ones that they've gone too early. It seemed extremely ambitious. They're still trying to yeah. pay all the content creators for it. Oh, oh, I remember that. That. Uh, yeah. um, but I Yikes. actually I do agree. Not that's on my list, but I was very surprised that they didn't show off anything for Heartland. For the division, mm, yeah. Um, but hey, we got a new Rocksmith. Hmm, that looked promising. And I actually don't know what else they announced. Oh, that Avatar game. Oh yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah any hot for that? I'm seeing some shaking heads. Yeah, not not a great deal of love there. The game's first person. It seems like such a weird choice. Yep. Oh shit. I'm kind of keen weird. to see the next movie, but not like whatever. But the game. No, shout-outs to one of my ex-girlfriends. She bought me the Avatar game when years ago on the PS3. I played so that's, it. Why, that's why, why you broke up then. Yeah. <laughs> no, I, played, I played it for like an hour and I was like, yeah, no, no, it's good. Yeah, Shout-outs. This is, this is this one's really special. It can't go on the console anymore. <laughs> <laughs> I put uh, it in a Adam, suitcase with the rest of your <laughs> shit. <laughs> Adam, what, what do you got for us? Uh... <laughs> Not that I care too much, but Jesus, I thought we were going to see something about Bayonetta 3. The game got announced in 2017. Oh. Like, that's it's unbelievable that we haven't seen anything since then. It's just, yeah, it's weird. Uh, for games that I do care about, uh, I thought we were going to get something from Lord of the Rings Gollum. I don't know why, but Where? I was hoping that we were going to get... Yeah, that's that's my my biggest sticking point is I don't know where it would have been slotted in. I reckon PC gaming show might have been a thing. Yeah, possibly. But I th- yeah, I thought maybe a teeny tiny bit of gameplay, maybe. But yeah, nothing there. Maybe see Golem's balls or something. Oh, you'd, you could only hope. Uh, Hellblade just... 2 was was a weird one for me to be to be omitted from Xbox because that's, that's one of the big ones that they announced with the, the Series X. Uh, so not having that kind of worries me a little bit that maybe it's further off than we think it might be. Uh, my big one, which I knew probably wasn't going to happen, but anything from the Star Wars Knights of the Old Republic remake. Uh, leaks and rumors are plenty, but we don't... Yeah, roll your eyes back as far as you can, mate. Uh, 
nothing from the Star Wars universe really popped up at all this year. We didn't get anything from from Lego Star Wars either, which that game seems to be just non-existent as well. But yeah, I was really hoping for something Old Republic from Aspire, but nothing, unfortunately. Just on um, Hellblade 2, so I sent Kieran a, a screenshot of a, of a text, uh, text, a tweet um, last night, and it's from dirty old Jeff Grubb. I always forget where he's from. Uh, Venture Beat or The Verge or something like that. Anyway, he's a journalist or something. But he was tweeting out... Um, I think he's the one that was... A lot of journalists were like hard on for... You know, Jeff Grubb said that Starfield's exclusive. Blah, 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 kind of thing. Or it's releasing yep. next year or something like that. Anyway, um, he did a, a little tweet thing. And it said that Hellblade is expected in 2023. And Oof. I nearly... Well, I didn't really shit myself, but I I was very, very surprised. I was like, this, Yeah, that's that's rough. That is a very long way away. So you're Jeff, you're listen to me, Jeff. You're telling me that Starfield is gonna release before Hellblade 2. Starfield's like what, hundred and sixty thousand hour game? Hellblade's what, like twelve? You know, fifteen. You're assuming so. that Starfield's gonna stick to its its release date. Obviously. Right? That's, that's bold of you. You know, fuck. Yeah, twenty twenty three. Shaking it's... his fist at the sky. That sounds like. <laughs> yeah. That sounds. I mean, I think uh, old Jeff gets you know gets as many wrong as he gets them right as 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 we all do. Um, Speak coming yeah, from Mister Mister Requiem himself. But uh, yeah, twenty twenty three. I think that's taking the piss. Yeah, it's rough. I I don't want to wait that long for for Hellblade 2, but not much choice, I suppose. No. Anyway, shout-outs to Jeff Grubb there. Um, Kieran, what do you got for us on your four things we didn't see? Well, look, a couple of these are repeats, but um, I I thought we would have seen something from Bayonetta 3. Um, and the uh, I guess the nail in the, the coffin or the insult added to injury was that they showed off uh, Platinum's far less exciting game, Babylon's Fall. Yeah. Uh, so I hate to think that that's been diverting resources away from a game that people actually want, but um, I know they have multiple teams, so it's probably not, not the case, but yeah, uh, would have liked to have seen something. <clears throat> um, Hellblade 2 is another one that had on my list um, because like they, that was one of the games that they led in with the Xbox Series X marketing. Mm. Like that was one of the first things that we saw from the Series X and I like that, I guess almost led me to believe that that'd be one of the earliest things we saw. Do you um, remember if it was in engine footage, like gameplay? And shit, yeah, or was it was it in a engine. cinematic. It was in, it was a cinematic, but it was in it, like claimed claim right, to be yeah, in engine yeah. footage. Yeah. Um, so that, yeah, again, that leads you to believe that it's a lot further along than it actually is when it looked as good as it did. Um, and yeah, like you said, it's, it's surprising now, you know, being like, is this game coming out before or after Starfield? If it's after Starfield, it's it's wild. Well, uh, the other thing, just to go back to that, I just remembered, but the that tweet also mentioned that Avowed, and I think Avowed twenty twenty two or maybe twenty three, but Fable also twenty twenty three, which have you know we've seen nothing of. Mm. Um, and Hellblade is what two? two yeah. years, sorry, Hellblade two is a couple of years old now, I think, or a year old. Yeah. Um, sorry. Um, it's just that's, that's very wild odd. to me. Yeah. Unless um, these teams have been working on those two games for, for ages, but... Yeah, I don't know. Uh, but Fable 4 is my next one. 
I uh, <laughs> well the 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 double header of um, Fable Four and Perfect Dark. Like I'm not shocked that we didn't see either of them, but it would have I don't know. It feels like the fact that they didn't even give either of them a mention. Uh, I guess felt a little bit weird in a conference that largely consisted of cinematic teasers anyway. Mm. Um, like I'm sure there's just as much information about these games as there is the Outer Worlds too, and we saw that. So uh, that was an interesting omission for me, I think. Um, and then uh, one that I wanted to believe would happen, but I think everyone secretly knew wasn't, and that's a new Switch console. Uh, I thought it would. Like, I genuinely thought that, I mean, I don't really follow Nintendo's business moves and I think, stuff, yeah. but I really thought they would do it, especially when Mario, uh, that the Rabbids game got announced. And then I read that, tw- that tweet, which seems to have been deleted from old, old mate Schreier, which is one I mentioned the, the other day. Oh, yeah. Um, yeah. Right, yeah. Could you refresh me on that? Uh, I don't remember the exact wording of it, but it was like, remember when somebody announced a console when they announced the game but couldn't, uh, say what console it's coming to because the uh, something hadn't been announced or something. Well, it was something like that. Um, that's and, right. and he's like, that's what Ubisoft has done with Mario Rabbids. That's the gist of the tweet. The the wording uh, might like might be off, but because I don't think they actually said they just said coming to Switch, didn't they? Or did they even say a platform? Sorry. Yeah, they said Switch, but yeah, yeah I yeah. guess that's ambiguous but, yeah, enough. It was, but, but it was something like that. It was like you know they've I don't know. I have to try and maybe someone's got a screen cap, but yeah. I always um, kind of attributed if there was going to be a Switch Pro to the the launch of Breath of the Wild 2, which is kind of what I was alluding to with saying that the game definitely didn't look like it was running on a Switch. So I don't know if those two things will coincide, but yeah, that's kind of the, the measuring stick that I've assumed that we're all going by. Mm. Sp- suppose we wait and see. Cause that, yeah, like that. I don't know. Anyway, all right. Uh, me, my turn. How exciting! Uh, the first one. Uh, it was a bit of a hope. I thought maybe we'd see Witchfire. I didn't really oh. know. It was more of a, <laughs> a hope that we would see it. Didn't see it. Splinter Cell. I thought maybe, maybe they might do it. Um, you got the animated show, mate. What more do you want? Jesus. So technically, they did show Splinter Cell, so I'm, you know. But we didn't get new games, and fucking, we got Avatar, so I hate Eves. Uh, and Dustborn. I thought maybe that might show up in the future game show, or maybe even the PC gaming show. Uh, the game from uh, my my mates at Red Thread Games, which is the the narrative driven um, adventure with a cool art style where you actually use words as your weapon. Uh, if anyone remembers that, I think Nathan, uh, Kieran, and Adam do. But Nathan, I don't know. Yep. I don't know if you've seen this. You should check it out. Um, and then the top one is Evil West, uh, which was the oh, yeah. cowboy vampire gunslinger. Uh, game that they announced in the Game Awards. They announced at the same time yeah. as they announced Hood, uh, and Hood's out now. Um, so we have, and we've seen it was only a cinematic, uh, whereas I think Hood might have shown off a little bit of gameplay in in uh, that one. But yeah, there's been nothing nothing since. It was just like here's this is what we're doing, 2021. 
that's it. Like there's been nothing since that. Um, so yeah, I was a bit bummed that we didn't see that. I thought maybe, so I was thinking of where, like where would we have seen that? I can't really place it. Like maybe the PC gaming show, Xbox maybe. Um, oh no, sorry. It, it might've been the PlayStation state of play thing that they did that anyway, whatever. It was something like last year. Um, but yeah, bummed that we didn't see that. Mm. So hopefully it's still on track for 2021. Hmm. All right. And I'll quickly around the room and I want you to just give me the biggest disappointment that you had for the, the show. Question without notice. I haven't even thought about mine yet. Nathan, do you want to kick us off? <laughs> okay. Final Fantasy, the, um, what was it? The, the Pixel, the Pixel Remasters. Pixel Remasters. And we just didn't really see shit. Like I come out of that being like, what is this? Um, I would have liked some semblance of any kind of detail other than just some screens of uh, SNES games. Uh, is, yeah, a bit disappointed. Want to see more. Cool. Am I correct in saying that that's not coming to consoles? Not like as far as It's coming to, to PC and mobile, is that? Correct. Correct. Don't you have phones? Uh-huh. Do you play games on your phone? Fuck no. Uh, no. No. I don't God, play games on my consoles, it. mate. No. <laughs> Adam, you got one for us? Avatar, the frontiers of Pandora. Get the fuck out of the spot that Star Wars wow. should have had. Oh. Passionate. Come fight me. When they started talking about where we love working in IPs from big franchises that you all love, I was like, here we go. Here we are. Predictions coming true. We're going to get the Ridge big racer. metal shaft down the the top of the screen and didn't get shit. Fuck you, Avatar. If uh, James Cameron knocked on your door right now, what would you say to him? Take uh, my big metal shaft. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yep, yep. I'll take that. No, you wouldn't. Avatar. <laughs> Avatar was my biggest disappointment because fucking who gives a shit about that IP? Would you say, James, I'm not mad. I'm just disappointed. No, I am mad. I'm pissed. Oh, Fuck wow. James Cameron. I'll fight him. What's he, fight. What's, he, what's he done for me? Hey, what's he done for me? He gave you the Titanic. Yeah. Give me shit. Karen. If he ever sees James Cameron in Tassie, he's going to king hit him. <laughs> <laughs> Out the front of Lottie's. He's done. <laughs> uh, Sorry. Yeah. Niche. Like that. Shout Good outs. job. Um, Shout out to Lottie's. Karen, what do you got for us? What's your biggest disappointment? Uh, if you don't have one, I can I can jump in. If, if yeah, I think his his biggest disappointment think, is us at the moment. I reckon. I, <laughs> <laughs> no, I um, I I still maintain that uh, the Stranger of Paradise Final Fantasy Origins is my biggest disappointment. Ever. Um, purely based on my own imagination running a little bit too wild before they showed it off and not expecting just more Tetsuya Nomura. Um, and also the horrendous way that the demo was handled. I don't know. There was just like 48 hours following that announcement where I was like, this is the worst thing ever. And then like an hour or two after it actually worked, I was like, oh yeah, this is okay. Um, but in that 48 hours, I was livid. I've seen you mad too, so I can. I can't yeah, imagine. Have. I can't. Can't even imagine what livid is. 
<laughs> um, mine's sort of similar. Uh, I want to say Redfall a little bit for the same sort of reasons. Like I kind of expected something a bit different. Um, but the my biggest disappointment was uh, Microsoft's lack of showing off their their own first party shit like properly. Like yeah, we got Forza. Um, but I don't think we really got much gameplay for anything else other than Halo, which looks bad. So, I mean, it looks fine for Halo fans, but I feel like if you look at what's launching in and around Halo, I mean, the holiday season, which is when that's meant to come out, you got Battlefield, likely a new Call of Duty, um, Far Cry, a bunch of other games that are coming out, um, I mean, it's, it's free to play. Like, it's going to be free to play on Game Pass. So it's, got, it's got that going for it. But yeah, just the lack of not seeing those big other first-party games that um, they just seem to keep announcing more shit without showing the shit they've already announced, like, yep. properly. Yep, that's a fair shout. Um, so it's like, I mean, I, I guess that, that that ties into their the strategy of, you know, I, I want to do one uh, first-party game every quarter, you know, whatever they said. But anyway... Um, yeah, shout-outs to Phil. Love you, Phil. My man. All right, before we wrap it up, um, just give me your quick thoughts on what you thought of E3 in general this year. Did, did it work? Did you hate it? Went too long, too short, not enough. Who was missing? Etc. Talking about E3 or my romantic relationships? <laughs> Both. Did E3 kill your romantic life? Yes, it usually does. Nice. Um, I, uh, I don't want to sound negative about E3 this year because obviously it's a very challenging time. Um, the fact that it even went ahead and the as big as it did is probably a, a miracle of uh, manpower for a lot of studios and a lot of uh, companies. But at the same time, I much prefer when it's condensed to those three days at the you know, conference center in LA and it's just, you know, you've, you've got like two nights where you don't sleep and you just, you just watch everything and you, you, you know, rave about what, what you loved and, and then that's it. And then it's over again. Um, but this felt like it's been going for weeks. Uh, and I feel like that's maybe why a li- uh, quite a few of the things didn't really have the same impact. Cause you'd be waiting a full 24 hours to see the next, you know, bit of E3. Uh, and then it was square Enix. Um, so for me, I think that's that's probably the the thing that hurt it most. Um, but I still had a good time watching everything. There's still some really cool stuff on the horizon that was cool to see. Nice. Who wants to jump in, Adam, Nathan? Yeah, I I agree. Um, so I definitely prefer the more condensed version of E3. Um, I think it was a, a weird hybrid between that condensed version that they've had for the, the past, whatever, 25 years that they've been going. Um, and then Jeff Keighley's summer games fest, which went over the course of weeks upon weeks upon weeks upon weeks with these little events dotted between. Um, I like both of those formats. I like the condensed because like you said, you can just get it over and done with. There's a a whole shitload of excitement around it. And then there's Game Fest where you go, cool, there's that out of the way. In two or three weeks, we'll get an, an Ubisoft forward or 
a, a, a Sony state of play. Um, but that weird meeting in the middle where it just kind of goes for a, a week, uh, it just didn't, didn't quite land. Um, but yeah, the fact that they, they still managed to, to pull it off and the all digital format worked pretty well is pretty commendable because I'm sure they're still reeling from a lot of COVID related, uh, issues. So, I mean, it's, it's good to see E3 back, but I think it, yeah, it definitely, it definitely hits on all cylinders a lot better once it's, it's compacted into those few days. Nice. Absolutely. And, and building off, yeah, just building off what Adam said there, absolutely cannot be understated the effect of an ongoing pandemic. Uh, I think I can only assume that it's taken a bit of the wind out of the sails of these big triple uh, A displays and publishers, etc. So uh, for me, I, my closing remark is I think the indie showcases just uh, they all deserve a huge pat on the back. Mm. Uh, as I said, Gorilla Collective Day One was a weird bit of a tease. Uh, we we would get as much concept as we would gameplay, but Day Two was just a flip side. It was double the amount of showing. It was gameplay right from the get go. It was all absolutely fantastic. And as I said in my little wrap-up at the end, they're essentially, it's David standing shoulder-to-shoulder with Goliath. It was amazing to see the quality on display was as good as anything else that was shown. It was brilliant start-to-finish, hosts, uh, presentation, no hiccups, wonderful. I can't wait to see what they do next year. So the Indies taking the rain at E3 was magical. Nice. Uh, I said this to Kieran the other day, but... um... I don't think it really felt like E3. I feel like it was just an excuse to call it E3. It just felt like a bunch of pre-recorded presentations thrown together to give E3 something to exist. Um, So it didn't sort of have that life to it. Uh, I I think the crowds do make it, um, even though you fucking hate them all because you wish you were there in the crowd instead of sitting (laughs) around on your couch with... Kieran Stockton snoring his tits off next year, but um, you know, you got to do what what you got to do. <laughs> but yeah, no, it, it definitely felt like it didn't have that sort of extra extra jazz behind it. Um, yeah, but it was fine. It was fine. Yeah, I definitely it definitely needs to be shorter though. But can you fit them all? Can can you fit them all in? Well, you don't need three or four showings of the same game across four days. <laughs> Do you, though? <laughs> don't you, though? I mean... <laughs> Monster Hunter stories. Oh, my God. I think the main yeah. thing is that... Far Cry 6, they, baby. <laughs> Far Cry 6. I got so sick of seeing that game. But, I yeah, I don't think uh, you need a full day dedicated to each conference, I think, is the main thing. I think you can probably chuck a few of them, you know, on the same day. Mm. I mean, I'm, sh- I'm sure they like it because they get all of the coverage for, for a 24 hour period, but fuck, it's a lot to sit through. It's a lot to sit through. Mm. Especially the times that we have to get up as well. Like that, that's probably yeah. what makes it harder, but yeah. Yeah. All right. Uh, any closing things, any off topic, anything wants, anybody wants to talk about? I watched no, nobody. Oh uh, uh, yeah. The, good on you. Did you really, enjoy how was it? Yeah. It was really good. Fuck, really good. I need to watch it. Yeah, it was really good. Um, I've also finished watching a show called Mirror of Easttown uh, in yep. English. For those listening who want to... You, you watch guess, English TV shows? What the fuck? Um, 
There you go. I did start uh, watching the second part of a French show, so, you know. Just to balance out the scales. Um, But yeah, uh, Merabeast Town was very good, I thought. Uh, And I watched something else, but I can't remember what it was, but whatever. Uh, Yeah, that's all for me. I love this. Yeah, let's weigh in on what we've been watching to close out. Anyone else? E3. Uh, I I watched 47 Ronin again, just because I hate myself, apparently. Um, movie's shit, but fuck, I enjoy it. I, I love trash action films, and that is both of those things. So You're going to make an amazing dad, <laughs> hypothetically. <laughs> preparing myself for the future, that's you, what that is. You're preparing yourself for your Denzel Washington phase. <laughs> oh, shit. <laughs> do, we, do we all go through that? Is that something I have to look forward to? <laughs> Yeah, middle midlife crisis. Denzel's got you. Excellent. I can't wait. Uh, I'll I'll start getting them all all lined up now. I'm on a. I don't know what's happened. I've I've burnt myself out on live action stuff outside of like your weekly Disney shit and stuff, Loki, etc. But um, I'm on a I'm on an anime kick. Uh, shout out to Jordan. Um, watching a lot of One Piece. Ah, lots of One Piece. Oh boy, I tried. I tried really hard and got about the first hundred episodes. episodes. Shot. Yeah, I didn't quite make it through that barrier. I got to like seventy okay. something and then just absolutely chucked it in. I could not do it anymore. What a hard sell! Hundred episodes. Yeah, it's yeah. That's too much. um. That's me with uh the original Naruto at the moment. I'm like seventy eps into that, yeah. uh, watching it for the first time, and I'm. I'm ready for it to get good, but I know I'm nowhere near that yet. It has the briefest of crescendos and then it just hits hits off a cliff. Anime, hey? Mm. Don't you love it? Anime. Oh, we are big fans here at Well Played. Shout I want to know how how's the old May Rune's body pillow going? <laughs> oh, fantastic. Keeping you warm? How, yeah. how many holes you cut in it? <laughs> wow it's actually grown legs it can walk around the room now well I cut legs into it <laughs> oh, would be weird. it'd be weird if I didn't cut legs into it because then like I'd have no like I'd have nowhere no frame of oh, reference to place the bum hole so <laughs> I had to start you know it's going to start charging at rent soon <laughs> oh <laughs> All right, uh, let's wrap that up right there. Uh, let's go to the news. Uh, Cyberpunk's coming to PS, back to the PSN. Shoutouts to, to Project Red. That's the only news I think there is. It's like, um, it's coming back to PSN, but but PlayStation is still warning people not to play it on the base PS4. Yeah. Yeah. How good? How good is that? But why would you? Yeah, I don't know. Whatever. I'm not Polish. I don't get it. Um, <laughs> the game's not Polish either. <laughs> Oh. <laughs> oh fuck! Oh, uh, yes, shout outs. Got him. All right, thank you for listening to this episode of Well Played DLC podcast. You want to check out Just all a the random cyberpunk sledge at the end. Stuff. <laughs> I thought that was going to be actual news. <laughs> no, we don't have a doc. We got we got no idea. It's 180 hours. No, that was E3 cyberpunk. Fuck it. <laughs> Sorry, keep going with your outro. 90 minutes of bullshit is probably enough for like people to sit through. Um, go to www.well-play.com.au for all the E3 stuff. You got Kieran's uh, Guards of the Galaxy, 
thing he did, the interview. It's a good interview. You should read it. Um, other stuff there if you like reading. Um, have a good week and we shall see you next time. Make sure you put the right uh, number of W's in the <laughs> web address when you when you head over there. It's, yeah, it's hard. No, you got it right eventually. You almost did too. Goodbye. See ya. What are I? Stop. Am I on three? Bye. Farewell. <laughs>